there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Bonjour. The chat. Le toilet. I know all them fancy French terms like Andrew now. Thomas, make sure they don't let the show go in le toilet while I'm on vacay. Hit that intro. Yo, 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 what up? It's Deontay Harris with the New Orleans Saints. Y'all Saints have y'all podcast? Yeah. No bueno. Not good. Y'all Saints takes. It's just awful. And I think it's because the, the drinks that y'all be drinking be having y'all a little woozy and y'all be forgetting like what team y'all talking about or something. I don't know what it is, but we got to figure something out because it's, it's bad. Let's regroup, reassess, and just be better, you know? All love. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. We have no Ralph. We have no Kevin. So this is already destined to be the worst Saints Happy Hour show ever. I we, for, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. Stop it. it. Get some help. Yeah. yeah. We still this, got Thomas in Poland. You know, he's still going to back us up here. We've got yeah. me. We've got Dave. So I think I think you and I have done like a breaking news podcast quickly together, but I don't think. I can't remember a big show, like an actual live main show without Ralph. I don't know if this has ever been done. I think this is a first. I think you're uh, right. And look, and- there's no, uh, there's no, uh, you know, those, uh, what do you call those things? The mini fatheads, they're gone. So at least there's that, right? Ralph brought them to France. They're up in his hotel he room. Right. He, he actually posted a couple on the uh, Arc de Triomphe. You couldn't really <laughs> see it in that. Video, it was Jameis right? Winston with a boot. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we're live on Twitch, and if you don't follow us on Twitch, remember to subscribe to the Saints Happy Hour podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and please consider becoming an annual patron. You can find our website at saintshappyhour.com and get the best Saints podcast every day. And if you sign up for a year, you get a month for free. So consider doing it. Uh, we had a ton of new subscribers this week, Dave. We had a uh, big thanks to CD Deuce Man Crush, Michael Moser. <laughs> Philip Floyd, uh, Durante Williams, Ollie Carter, and Jason Spriggs. They all joined our community this week. And uh, people are excited about the Saints season. Obviously, a lot of OTA news coming right now. But uh, I think people are pumped. So uh, get on that like, train and join us. That seems like a lot of people in a short amount of time. Is something I'm telling you, it's is, that high, is that is that more than normal? Is something going on? Did we do I, something? I feel like, you know, OTAs and the Landry and Matthew stuff. We're, we're going to talk about. Jarvis Landry here in a minute, Dave. Don't worry. We're going to get to that. Uh, but thanks to uh, Nate Dogginit, uh, Doggington for subbing uh, on Twitch Prime for the first time. Uh, and look, with Twitch Prime, look, I'm like Ralph. I'm already mispronouncing names, so it's, it's like nothing's changed. <laughs> um, but you can support the show for free. It actually costs you nothing every month to help us out if you subscribe using Amazon Prime on Twitch. All, it's super simple. All you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash saintshappyhour, and all you have to do is type exclamation point sub in the chat. That's it. It really is that easy. 
And uh, Thomas even made a step-by-step instructions video for you. So go ahead and do it, even if you're just listening to the audio version of the show and you're not watching us live. Uh, you can still do that. And, and by the way, it's not a one-time thing, so you can do it every month. And you're basically just giving us Jeff Bezos' money, which is fantastic. All right, uh, Dave, it's just the two of us. I had a fever earlier just today. Two my, my, fever, my, my, my fever is, is since abated, but I'm, I'm drinking water. I'm hydrating. You know, you, got a, you had a fever, tight. so you have COVID. What are you drinking? You have COVID. Uh, I, am I had a- COVID last month, so I think I'm good there. This could be a different strain, a different variant. I am drinking, uh, I think I might have had this on a show before. I'm drinking Plantation Pineapple Rum. Diggins Fancy. Uh, this stuff is delicious. This is this might be akin to, I, I don't know. It's, it's very sweet, and so it's akin to Ralph's Honey Bourbon, I guess I would say. But it's it's not like... It's okay to drink this though. Like I'm not shame bringing shame upon my family. Uh, when the way I drink that Ralph this. does, yeah, because pineapple and rum they go together. Like that's it's a tiki thing. Well, uh, you I know, feel like honey. I feel like bourbon purists would probably say honey should be nowhere near, anywhere near a uh, you know a, a bourbon cask. All right. Well, how's it? How does it rank amongst all your? different rum i mean for like one for one like a sipping rum like a just on a sipping one it's it's up there because it's it goes you will never, there's you no will burn never there's mix, no burn you will never mix your rums correct always straight or on ice i won't i haven't never even you make your tiki drinks i guess you'll do yeah that. when i make a tiki drink oh i mix all kinds of you know some drinks have three different rums white rum dark rum 151 overproof rum but uh but i have never given thought to uh you know when I'm drinking it straight up to mixing two different rums, that might be something. I mean, there might be something to that. I, I've seen people do that with like IPAs. People have taken two IPAs and mixed them, and that's one. One thing. is bad enough. Why would you want two? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we, <laughs> we got drinking? a lot. To, we, we I'm drinking water, man. I told you. Oh I'm yeah, right. I'm yeah. hydrating. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got a lot to get into, including a topic that happened at the 11th hour, and I told Thomas that we need to shoehorn this in because we, we actually, I don't want to call it breaking news, but the Saints kind of, in the offseason, in the doldrums, they kind of threw us an olive branch and gave us a little bit of news, so we're going to address that. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about OTAs, and, and look, OTAs, not a ton to, look, the, the guys aren't playing tackle, there, there's not a lot to draw from. A lot of the vets aren't even attending, right? You're missing a lot of guys. But there is significant news about Jarvis Landry tearing it up. Uh, I think Nick Underhill went as far as to say he has been the most explosive and eye-popping player of all the Saints players oh my at these OTAs. So, Dave. My, where's the – my look, pants look just the, got tighter. Look at, this beautiful, look at this beautiful photo of number 80. Wearing, wearing his visor. Now, Dave, Dave, does it break your heart that an LSU player might be our best offensive weapon? <laughs> uh, look, once you're wearing the black and gold, Go you're a saint. Uh, I loved Devery Henderson, and he was an LSU guy through and through. So, uh, look, it, it's, once, once they leave the Baton Rouge, that's it. I can, I can care about them. Uh, that's exciting news. I, like, I, that's great. Now tell me, well, I guess Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas there? Is he? What's he, he doing? He is there. He's there. Uh, he so is present. I, I want to hear. Not, he is not practicing. 
I want to hear that Michael Thomas is the second most in, exciting player out there on the field. That's what I want to hear. I have to admit that it makes <sighs> like, me a little bit nervous that they're really talking up Jarvis Landry. They're really talking up Chris Olave. And I almost feel like the Saints are pumping the media with this to brace us for this horrible Michael Thomas news that is around the corner. Maybe that's the pessimist in me. Maybe that's the Saints fan in me that's been hurt repeatedly. Right, right. But uh, I'll admit that that thought did cross my mind. I mean, the Saints needed help. They needed major. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Your wide receiver help. They went out and addressed it. They got it this offseason. It's great that they have Landry. It's great that they have Olave. It's great that both of them seem to be doing well. But the, the bonus of getting all of them was always that Michael Thomas was going to come back and that these guys were going to be your number twos, your number threes, not your number ones and number twos. And while it's way better to have Jarvis Landry and, you know, we don't know what Chris Olave brings, but we're assuming that Chris Olave is is going to be better than somebody like Marquez Calloway or certainly right. Will Jordan or whatever, or Trey Quan. But it's like, so if, Mike, if Michael Thomas doesn't come back again, for some reason, whatever that reason may be, uh, it sort of takes a little bit of the fun and excitement out of it because you know we wanted my we wanted mike thomas to come back and then have these guys be the lanyard be the icing on the cake to make so the dave it, it's funny that you mentioned chris olave and then we talked about him a little bit here because i want to know where you're at give us an update on your olave so, garden yeah. visit yeah because okay. you know like this draft it's coming up man like we're not when just, are we doing like, it? It, it i don't know but like it's it's not like you have months. It's not like you can keep punting this. Like you got to get on this because part of the trade conditions here of you getting smoke Monday as your UDFA son yeah. is that you've got to go do your part of the deal. And if you don't, then smoke Monday is available for Kevin. Then I'm going to take him. No, I think, uh, no, I think I have until, you know, right before the start of camp. So I do have maybe a month. Uh, an update on this. Okay, I got the tuxedo out. I brought it to the dry cleaners. Uh, there's no way I'm going to go to Olive Garden uh, in a dirty tux. Uh, and besides, I, I think I had a stain on there from the last time I was at Olive Garden. So I had to make sure I got that out before I have you Have you established who your partner, who, who's going to be filming? No, I haven't. I've had a volunteer. My buddy Patrick has volunteered. Okay. Uh, we haven't firmed up any plans yet. So but Dylan is sure. out. You're not taking your son. There's no way. Okay. 
There's no, there's no. He way. might be the most excited about the actual meal. I mean, if it, he would be the most excited about the meal. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to say that. Actually, actually, he might not be because my son has a for a ten year old. I think he has a very sophisticated palate. He he will eat anything. He'll try anything. His favorite snack, like out of the pantry, is uh, seaweed. You know, mm. he he's like totally different than me. I'm I'm eating candy and all that kind of stuff, and he's eating his favorite snacks are apples and fruits and broccoli and that kind of stuff. Uh, he's That's he's my wife's illegal. <laughs> he's my wife's he's my wife's child in that regard. He sounds a little bougie with his uh, palate. Yeah, uh, yeah, he does have a bougie palate. I guess the apple doesn't far fall far from the tree, Dave. But I don't. I just he would get a kick out of it, and he would. Think it was ridiculous that his father was wearing a, a, a tuxedo to Olive Garden and had to do this little, say Olive Garden three times bit, but uh, or Olave Garden. But at the same time, I feel like you know when he goes to bed that night, he's going to be like, "My father is a loser. He is just such a loser. Why did he do this? Like, what is going on?" So I could so, get smoke Monday, son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't like, you? What are you? Yeah, and he'd be like, "What are you talking about? He doesn't know this. He doesn't follow the states. He has no idea who Smoke Monday is." Uh, so, yeah, if you're living under a so rock, I'm like, keeping if you him don't out. Know, of it. If if you don't know what we're talking about, by the way, every year he doesn't know his brother. We we do a right? UDFA draft um, where we select players, each of us individually, and then we have a competition during the course of the season. Uh, with which UDFA son does the best. Uh, I've won this competition a couple times. Uh, Dave, have you, have you won twice or just once? Just once, I think. Just what, once with Malcolm, Malcolm Rush. Yeah. Yep. So, and I believe that's it. I think we've done it three years, so this would be the fourth year. I, think, I believe I've won twice, and I think Dave has won once. And uh, so we have a draft preceding it, and basically the draft is whoever did worse the previous year gets the first pick. So the first pick, it, it's unclear whether it was supposed to be Kevin or Thomas. I think it was Kevin. But um, anyway, Dave wanted to trade so he could get Smoke Monday. And so we agreed to let Dave make a trade, but uh, the trade is that he has to go to Olive Garden, and he has to wear a tux and eat there and film it uh, he has to get the unlimited breadsticks, of course, and uh, he has to reference the store, the restaurant, as Alave Garden at three different junctures over the course of the night to staff. Right. Have you planned that out, by the way, yet? Were you thinking, like, knock it out right away with the hostess? Like, oh, yes, I've heard of this wonderful establishment, Alave Garden. I'm going to do that. Yeah, knock out one right off the bat. I'll probably knock off one right when the waiter arrives or waitress arrives. Um, and then honestly, have to that sneak another one in there. Well, then, yeah, but honestly, that frees me up. I can enjoy them. Well, <laughs> I use the word enjoy. Uh, I, I use that loosely here in this situation. But right, we should I'll, remind everyone the whole point of this is that it is your least favorite restaurant I'll, in the world. I'll have the meal. Uh, and then I'll probably drop the third one in like late at the end as we're leaving. But by the way, Andrew, you don't need to recap. Just because you're hosting today doesn't mean all of our listeners are new. You're just new. You're new. You have a new job tonight. But everybody oh, that's listening, it's the people same people that are new. We, we well, had, they're we gonna have to seven, just catch on. They're we just had gonna have seven to new on. signups this week. You know? I, I, I know. I did. We did mention that. I, we did note that. But like, they're just gonna have to catch on. They're gonna have to. You know, it was honestly, it was for my own enjoyment to recap. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I want to make you suffer That's again. 
That's right. All right. But uh, Smoke we- Monday is number one on the big board. Number two is Daniel Whalen. Okay, interesting. Who put this big board together? Yeah, I don't know about this big board, by the way. <laughs> the the, the Irish punter, I, I don't know. Hey, I, Kevin I think is punter... going to pick the punter, man. That's why he's number two. <laughs> I tried that last I, I year. Think didn't this, I? This oh, no. is Thomas trick. He's trying to get Kevin to take the punter. I think that's what's going on. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph has Shut really up. been talking up don't the tight end. my plan, man. Lucas Kroll uh, uh, is has been Ralph's kind of dark horse. I think he's Abram Smith is obviously a smart pick. Um, so yeah, you know, there's some, some good options. A- Abram Smith is way too low on this leaderboard, on this big board, way too low. I don't know anything about these guys. I don't yeah. really even know much about Smoke Monday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like his name though. He doesn't know his son. No, I do know Smoke Monday is. Well, actually. Smoke Monday knows who we are because be he retweeted uh, your segment, Dave. So he's already a fan. <laughs> That's right. He's already a fan of his future father. I feel like that automatically put. I don't even need to do this Olive Garden thing. I feel like I, I automatically just get him because of that. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so, buddy. You're still going to have to follow through. All right. Uh, so we're, next we're going to talk about Mickey Loomis uh, because I don't know if you saw this, Dave, but Deshaun Watson this week had his 24th allegation of a woman uh, citing, I guess, improper behavior in the massage room. This is number 24 now. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing, a feather in the cap, if you will, another notch in the belt of Mickey Loomis dodging a bullet by not making that trade, by not going after Deshaun Watson. Dave. Explain to me how Mickey's failed moves are always his best moves. (laughs) Well, you've got the Rain Man memory, so you'll remember all the different times that it's happened. Uh, I don't know. Is System Corner on that? That was. I mean, well, I was going to say, you know, between Jairus Bird and Nick Fairley and and Brandon Browner. Yeah. You know, like, where where were you on that one, God? (laughs) 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 But uh, when they drafted Ryan Ramchick, remember, because uh, Reuben Foster, I I guess, I think it was the uh, the commanders, you know, the the, formerly the, or no, it was the 49ers. 49ers, yeah. Yeah. They traded in front of them and uh, they take. Hand up, I I would have. Settled for Ramchick. Yeah, and hand up. I probably wanted Ruben. I think I wanted Ruben Foster at the time. Of course, so. you did. Uh, no, there's a bunch of uh, no. Who else? Let's go there's Tigers. a bunch of people that they've never. Uh, oh, uh, the linebacker Clowney. Uh, yeah. Didn't they really want Clowney? Yeah, they, he ended yeah. up being hurt last year, right? Yeah, he gets hurt all the yeah. time. I thought I think Clowney kind of had a good year last year. Um. Well, wait. Clowney's so. So okay. So I know he's okay. So another woman is adding her name to the lawsuit, but. But That's right. how does this have any effect on his current career trajectory here? Well, I mean, it, so it's interesting, you know, obviously when this all went down, he demanded to be traded by the Texans because he didn't really feel supported. He didn't really feel like the Texans. Well, they were probably back. the ones that leaked it because right. he wanted more money. And so he sat out last year, but that was not an NFL levied suspension. Right. So he right. is still eligible to get right. a suspension and, we don't really know what's going to go down there, right. but in theory, they could suspend him for a year. And I, I would, ex- I honestly rain. would, ex- I honestly would expect nothing less. I, I would. And at that point, you're talking about two years out of football. Yeah. Which you know, I, I think he's, he's going to be young. fresh, fresh legs, man, fresh legs. Like he would come back and be good potentially, but man, when you give up that many picks, that much money, 
and the guy's not playing a whole year for you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess. Like, I, I and just, also, how are the Browns going to do without him for that year? Because like that first round pick, like what if it's a top ten pick? You know. Well, I think we've we've seen what the Browns are capable of over the last thirty years. I think we are, we all know what we can That's expect a good from point. the Browns. That's a good point. Maybe maybe Deshaun Watson did the Browns a favor by not letting him pick in the top ten and embarrassing themselves. <laughs> One way to look at it. They don't have to worry about busting that pick. But, I mean, just just regarding the recent news of a new allegation, I mean, every allegation, uh, it's, it's, it's not proven yet, but assuming they, it is true, uh, that's terrible. But, and, and not to minimize it, but, like, I just, what's one more? I, I don't, I mean, like, I'm serious. Like, no. just, just, just to, like, Deshaun, just to, like, you know, as far as, like, his his suspension and that it's not like, okay, well you just passed the 20, you know, up to, tw- you get up to 22 allegations of sexual abuse and we only spend you for a year. But now that you got the 23rd, you know, now it's a two years. Sus- you know, it's not anything like that. I mean, uh, well, yeah, everyone is horrible, obviously. Yeah, and right. everyone is a, a individual person and victim that has been scarred by this, his behavior. But right. you know, I think you're, you're right in the sense that now it's like, it's so many that it's past like any sort of, you know, it's just, it's ballooned up to, it's so many that we don't even count anymore. And we know he's pervy so that that's established at this point. But, but I think, think the last remaining thing is the NFL waiting for the shoe to drop and these cases to resolve so they can finalize their decisions on, on Watson. And I, I do think, I think the best case scenario, Dave, for him is an eight game suspension. That, that's best case. I, and, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be at least a year. I think it could be. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a, such a high profile uh, situation. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see how it's not going to be anything. Well, Mickey Loomis, I don't know if you just eat red beans every Monday religiously. I don't know if you go to church on Sundays. I don't know. You must be living right. I don't know what it is you're doing, but please continue to do it because these moves that you want to make that don't pan out end up being your, your best as a GM. So. Happy about that. Speaking of the Saints, Dave, we uh, so we I, are is, speaking of the Saints. Yes, that's what this we're, podcast we're, is about. We're going to try to shoehorn this in. Thomas, we found out about this at the last minute, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Andrew, come on, you can't do this to me. I don't, I can't, I can't <laughs> find it." Like, it's three a.m. in Poland. Thomas, by the way, uh, Ralph said that you're a madman. He he got up to listen to a little bit of the show. I don't know if he's in the Discord, by the way. Um, I haven't been looking. He probably he should be but, uh, on Twitch live right now. If he, was. he should be. He should yeah. be. I, I hear people. Uh, I, I'm reading the chat right now, and someone said Andrew is filling in quite accurately for Ralph. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah, you, for, you forgot yes. to thank Senator Hudat for, for gifting a Twitch. Oh, sub. yes. Sorry. Yes. Thank you, Santa Hudat. Good stuff. Yep. I blew that one. Um, Ralph would have remembered that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, um, but he no, would have interrupted me in the middle of a <laughs> in the middle of a cogent, yes. well reasoned po- uh, thought. Sounds he would have half in, right. As the if show, as if the, the, as if the annoying sound bite isn't isn't annoying enough. Then behind that, you've got Ralph who has to point it out and let the listening audience also know that that somebody subscribed. All while I'm uh, telling you how. Uh, you know, bringing pressure on the backside is really the weakness of the Saints' defense uh, in the Week 13 game against the Patriots. 
Well, if you haven't subscribed yet, again, it, it's really easy. All you have to do is type, what, what is it, Thomas? Exclamation, Exclamation point, point sub. sub yeah. Exclamation point sub. So you should do it before the end of the show if you haven't already because you'd be testing me out and seeing if I screw up again. So you guys should test me. Try it out. Um, so, yeah, what I tried to shoehorn in, Dave, was that the Saints have made it official. They have inducted three new Hall of Fame Oh, I didn't see this. In, into the Saints Hall of Fame. Reggie so you haven't Bush. Seen this. You don't know, you don't know no. the players. I see it now. Okay. So, yeah, Reggie Bush. Obviously. Jari. Jari. Jari, Jari Evans. And uh, the third one is, uh, is RIP, Craig Ironhead Hayward. Mm. What are your thoughts on these three guys getting in? Uh... You know, I never saw Craig Ironhead Hayward play, so I, I can't wax philosophic on him, but uh, I certainly know the name. Uh, it sounds like he's deserving to be there. Uh, Reggie, of course. I love to see that. Um, you know, I saw a homeless guy out on the street today wearing an old Reggie Bush jersey. Uh, but how do you know it, it wasn't a Raphael Bush jersey? I don't. I, can't, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Uh, but I'm going to assume that it was a Reggie Bush jersey, and I'll be damned if I literally if that didn't take me back for a minute. Uh, and I was thinking about just all those exciting. I just, you know, he just there was like this excitement every time Reggie. Yeah, it kind of yes, appropriate. This is appropriate. We're, we're going to get to the Kevin Love update. There was a text message, but oh yes, but there were so many times I remember being in the Superdome. Uh, and the other team's going to punt it off or whatever, or just any time the ball was going to get into Reggie's hands, like you never knew what was going to happen with it. And, you know, I also remember, of course, there was always the debates, well, he runs out of bounds or he never runs straight or blah, blah, blah. Um, and there was a little bit of that, but you cannot deny that he also did some pretty great uh, he was awesome. electric, electric things in the NHL. And then Jari Evans, obviously. Wait, did you just say the NHL? I don't think it so, is. but I could have. I'm oh, pretty okay. sure, yes. Thomas Ross can't can say anyone's name right. I've got, uh, I've got, the NHL, I've got NHL playoffs on, on the brain. The Rangers ugh, the Rangers are winning. They're leading their series. I'm not happy. Go Tigers! No, no, no. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's no, Reggie, works. Reggie Bush was awesome. And, and uh, you know, when I go back and think about 2006 with him, Hate the it, it's, it's amazing to me how that first year, People were excited about Breeze, kind of, sorta, but it was all Reggie. All the hype right. was yeah, right. like when you went in the dome that first year in 2006. There were very few nine Breeze jerseys. That, right. The nine Breeze jerseys kind of took, you know, took took the Superdome by storm. I would say, no pun intended, in like 2008, 2009, 2010, like that. Mm -hmm. That's when it really crossed over. But in 2006, 2007. Reggie Bush jerseys were by far the most represented inside right. the stadium. I mean, not I mean, even close. When they, when they came to New Orleans, both of them, Drew Brees, you didn't know what you were getting. He was an X yeah. factor. He was coming off the shoulder sh surgery. Uh, Reggie Bush, you knew exactly what you were getting. Uh, you saw the highlights, the USC highlights. Uh, you couldn't believe that Texas passed on him. Uh, first of all, was that also like the last year? where you knew who was going to be drafted first like before the draft 
I mean, each year is different. I think th- this. I know, but I don't. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Everyone knew he was going first. Yeah, but it was never like a fish. Like the year Reggie Bush was drafted, like before the draft, it was a like didn't the, the Texans like officially announced they were taking Mario Williams, didn't they? Yeah, I, I feel like, and I don't half, think that's ever half been an hour before it happened. We uh, we got clued in that that's what was going to happen. Oh, I thought this. Ha- no, I thought this was like days in advance. I, maybe I remember so. It. Maybe so. I I could be I, wrong. I this could be like the like, Mandela. We're getting Reggie Bush. That that's crazy. Um, but yeah, no. Look, Reggie. I, I think in some ways you would say that Reggie didn't live up to the hype, you know, of being that second overall pick for the Saints. But how could he? You know, I, I think anything right. short of being Barry Sanders, and he wasn't going to live up to the hype, but. Reggie was a good player in his own right for the Saints. He was explosive. He was a weapon that forced you to account for him, which I think created opportunities for other players. Um, but I, I almost think Reggie could have been better with the Saints than he was. Uh, but uh, there's no denying the, the hype, the excitement, and, and, and just the timing of it all. Uh, for him to come to the Saints with, when he did, such an exciting player, uh, it, it really was. It, it's great to see him in there, and, and he was just an all-around good dude. I remember meeting him as a rookie. Um, meeting him at uh, Republic of all places. No, not of all places. That sounds just about right. Yeah, yeah. And and, and he was <laughs> drinking. He was right. drinking a white Russian. And uh, I I offered to buy him a drink. It it was so awkward. I remember going up to him and being like, "Hey, can I buy you a drink?" And he just like <laughs> he looks at his drink and it's like completely full. And he's like, "I, I mean, he's like, I would take one, but like I I, I got I got a drink." <laughs> he's like, "You might have to wait a while." It's move, so, move, uh, but, but I talked to him for a while. He was super nice, super friendly. Uh, but um, yeah, no, J- Jari Evans, that one to me is the one that probably makes the most sense. He, of these three, by far the most accomplished. You know, there right, maybe right. wasn't the hype because he was a guard, not sexy, right. but like right. Jari Evans is by far the best player and he, he's a first ballot and maybe yeah. the best. I mean, I don't think it's a maybe. He's the best guard in Saints history. He was, uh, yeah, he was an anchor for that offensive line for all those years when they were so damn good. Uh, I have two, when, 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 when I think of Reggie Bush, though, I have two random, two totally random memories that come to my mind. One is when they, <laughs> one is the fact that when the Saints won the Super Bowl, he was dating Kim Kardashian. I don't know if anybody remembers that <laughs> because he was there before Pete Davidson, before Kanye, there was Reggie. All right. You, you remember that. He wasn't before uh, Ray J, though. Uh, no. No, I don't believe he was. Um, <laughs> you shoot your dick off. But uh, So I always remember, I remember being at, in Miami at the Super Bowl and seeing, like, Kim Kardashian and Kris uh, Jenner, like, back in the tunnel area or whatever outside the locker room. But my second memory is his 2006, his... His, I, why do I want to say see? his, not freshman year, his rookie year. Uh, obviously, there was all this hype. He still hadn't gotten his first touchdown yet. Everybody was waiting. Every, he, was, he was returning punts. Every time there was a punt that he was out there returning, it got exciting. And I think it was week three, week four, maybe, maybe even week five. Uh, I think we were playing the Buccaneers at home. And he was on punt return and he finally broke one loose and that was his first touchdown and the place went freaking crazy and i th- i think was he did it a second that, time in that, that game the one where he was kind of like raising his hands at the crowd letting everyone know to chant his name and, and like before the punt yeah. return every, yes. the whole stadium was going reggie yeah, reggie yeah. 
and, and like he, you, you could feel that he was yes. going to do this again, and then he did it. He did it the second time, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But what I remember, but my memory, what my biggest takeaway from that night, though, and I think it's kind of telling, was uh, everybody was so excited that even the ball guy, the guy who works, he doesn't work for the league. He's like a volunteer or whatever, but he's on the sidelines. And he's the guy that carries all the extra footballs and hands it to the refs. And also the guy that holds the down marker or whatever. Yeah. They were caught in a picture. They were celebrating as Reggie was returning his that first uh, punt return for a touchdown. They're supposed to be neutral. They, they're working technically for the NFL, but they're local guys and they're technically Saints fans. And they were caught at, and they got in trouble. And I think they got like fined or the team got or the Saints got fined because these guys were celebrating because they were so freaking excited. That was that sums up the excitement. Look this up. I get I remember this. I remember this for a fact. I remember the picture. One of them That's was that funny. short little guy who wears glasses. He's still there. He still does the same job. I see him every single of game. On all the, the shit that you could remember. Yes, that, I know. That's Isn't that Reggie crazy? Bush story? Yes, the that's Rain my Man. Reggie Bush story. Yeah, I, that is my Reggie Bush story. But that sums up just the excitement that everybody had. Like, everybody was freaking out. They were waiting for this first touchdown. And it was kind of like the floodgates finally opened. And he got tons of touchdowns. I remember the Minnesota. Remember the Minnesota game? Didn't he have two punt return yeah. in that game as well? And we lost that game because of what's-his-face? The kicker. Grammatic. Shut up. Grammatic, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I remember, obviously, 2009, the, the, bring, the bring the Wood game where he went off against the Cardinals and probably had the best game of his career in that playoff game against the Cardinals. Uh, and then also when Gary Hartley made the kick against the Vikings, uh, if you watch the Saints DVD, yeah. the video, I love that he's running around and he runs into gumbo. Like he's celebrating. He's like, yeah, yeah. And then he just like accidentally runs into gumbo who is also celebrating and just like, they don't lock eyes or whatever. And he just completely runs him over. <laughs> he ragdolls gumbo who just like, obviously was a human being about the size of Reggie and Reggie just bounces off him and continues running and celebrating. Doesn't even realize he's run over the mascot and uh, the mascot falls to the ground. It was, it was terrific. Uh, but we, we should, uh, I'd be remiss in not quickly uh, talking about Craig Ironhead Hayward as well. Um, he was a battering ram. Uh, I, his running style I remember playing with him, first of all, in Super Tech Mobile, and, and I would love to run the fall, ball with him on, in that game because he had a, a tremendous amount of hit power. And so, like, if you ran the ball with high Ironhead, you couldn't really tackle him. Like, dudes would just bounce off him. And so you could get, like, a 50-yard run, and, like, you'd hit, like, seven dudes, and they'd all just bounce off him because of his hit power on that game. So he was, he was a terrific runner on that game to have, but I mean, that's kind of how he played in real life. You know, he was very, very difficult to tackle, but he had a very odd, like, he was supposed to be a fullback. There goes Dave to the bathroom. Right. Someone said this in the chat earlier, by the way, when you, yeah. when you left the room just now. I literally just went out to the you, other room. And yeah, you left. Back but, like, someone in the chat was saying no, I know, this. Like, I can't. Hey, Dave can't leave today. No, I know. I can't you don't leave. You have I this luxury. Be, I know. I got to be your wingman. Yeah. But, um, you know, so he, he kind of had a fullback body. So he looked like he should be more of like a blocker, right? Like a, like a Mike Carney lead blocker. But he was absolutely a, a runner. He, he was a tailback. He was fast. He could catch. Um, he kind of did it all, and, and he, he was very tough to tackle. And he was a very exciting player to watch. Uh, what, years way, was this? what years was this? This was like in the Dalton Hilliard era, so like late 80s, early 90s. 
Um, okay. And he played for Mora. And, uh, you know, oh, so he okay. was on those teams that would make the playoffs but couldn't couldn't win those games. Uh, Craig Hayward, by the way, is another one of those Morton Anderson, Bobby Bear, Joe Horn, Brett Maxey, uh, the, the dreaded defector to the Falcons. Um, not only did he defect but was very good for the Falcons. I think he probably had his best – best year of his career with the Falcons and he tore up the Saints. He tore them up pretty good when he played for them. Uh but but he was great for the Saints and uh you know obviously his son you know, he passed away. Uh, I remember when he passed away he had a I think he had a tumor in his head uh, ironically enough, but he uh he passed away and I remember him saying that yeah, he was going in for the surgery and that he was really afraid of death and you know, it was kind of like a really vulnerable moment for a guy that felt kind of indestructible in his career. And uh, things didn't go well with the surgery, and he he did pass away. Um, but his son, obviously Cameron Hayward, who is with the Steelers now, I I really wanted the Saints to draft him uh, when he was in the draft. But uh, he he's having a tremendous career, and he goes to the Pro Bowl, and so uh, there there is uh, Hayward lineage that continues in the NFL. I had no idea that was his son. That's his son. Yep. All right, uh, let's move on to the Kevin Love update. Uh, I've got a text here, so let me uh, let me pull this up. Let me see what Kevin's got for us today. This is great. This is new to me, too. This is all breaking news. All right, news. here we go. Breaking news. You want to play the siren before we get into it? By the way, guys, before I get into this Kevin Love update, um, make sure you get your Smoke Monday t-shirt. Your Smoke Monday Smoke every Monday, day. Every day. Yep. They're, uh, it's, uh, Smoke what is it? Monday. Every day. What is it, 12 bucks a month? Is that is that where they got to yep. be? Yep. Yep, 12 bucks a month, and you get your first Annual. month free. Right, but if you sign up for annual, you get you get a month for free, and you get your Smoke Monday everyday T-shirt. You're gonna want that. Dave is gonna want you to have that. We can celebrate with you all the plays that Smoke Monday makes this season when he's his UDFA son, assuming he goes to the Lave Garden, which he has yet to do. So it could be Kevin's son. Um, But speaking of Kevin, this is the love update. All right, no dates this past week, and no dates lined up thus far for the coming week. I am talking with a couple of ladies and seeing where the conversation goes with each. One is in the medical field, freaking of course, ICU, (laughs) and very busy because her work is changing, but seems very enthusiastic in getting together when that's done. She loves that I love dogs. (laughs) The other one uh, that I talk with, uh, he, he talks with her more often, and he said she's handy. I don't know if that's oh. or something else, but she's handy, loves the ocean, values intelligence. Uh, that's that that might be a strike for Kevin. Wait, she's, uh, what kind of what kind of handy are we talking about? Yeah, here? <laughs> and uh, well, what's her bend quotient? How bendy is she? Just and uh, she's he he said she's into meditation. So uh, he says we'll see Ugh. what happens if and when Our I meet them. Free spirit. Said, Thus concludes the Kevin Love update. So there you go. Does she drive a, a Subaru Outback? You know, I gotta say, that summary is not. You know, it doesn't sound too good for Kevin right now. Yeah. It, it, it's dark. He he's back in the dark period. <laughs> the first, the dark. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's not good. No bueno. As as Deontay Hardy would say, no bueno. 
A doctor, huh? In the All right. Uh, yeah. A doctor. Wait, I know. She, I know. She of loves, course he's a medical person. Well, it's interesting how he phrased that. She loves that he loves dogs, but does she love dogs? Like, I don't, does that mean? <laughs> I know. It's a little bit of like. Does that mean she loves you. dogs or she doesn't, she doesn't give a shit about dogs, but she just thinks it's adorable that Kevin loves dogs. Yeah, they're not for me. But yeah, I'm glad you've got them. I'm glad you have got to see clarity on that. Next yeah, time that was an interesting, weird. Like, I feel like when you just say we both really love dogs, isn't that how you would just phrase that? A normal person, isn't that a, what normal, a normal person, person would say that? Yeah. And, right. you know, I got to say, Kevin, he said he was going to be on the show. He said he was going to step up and be there for us with Ralph missing. Yeah. And we get a text from him yesterday that someone had to sub out and now he's working tonight. So, uh, yeah. you know. Thanks a and, lot. Kevin. And that's a BS. Ex- the only le- acceptable excuse for missing the podcast now is that you're going on a date. Which he and was not. Right. No, he was not. No. Right. Yep. So this is All an right. unexcused absence. That's correct. Thomas, you got some Saints trivia for us? Oh, hey now. Uh, I do. I do. Trivia sponsored by. This is really rolling along very The quickly. legend himself, Budrich. But I'm, I'm afraid. Like I, I'm afraid, Andrew, you are alone on this one. Like it should. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> oh, the question mm-hmm. for the trivia is: Who was the Saints' very first win against? So wait, they didn't win their first game when they returned that kick for a touchdown. They did not. Um, okay. That was against the Rams, and uh, I believe their first win was against the Eagles. Sure, let's later that, that season. Let's lock that in. Already? I was doing, uh, you know, I was watching uh, Don't Forget the Lyrics earlier. I was crushing it on Don't Forget the Lyrics. But this this is not my... Uh... The, the John Gilliam kick return right. was against uh, the Rams, correct? First I don't know. Game? I don't know. I think it, the first game was against the Rams. And, uh, you know, by the way, I actually saw a guy this weekend. Uh, I was in Baton Rouge uh, over this past week. Oh. And I met a, I met a guy that told me that he met John Gillian and he, he was making he it was, rain. He was making Thank it you. rain. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Mike Bagger for, uh, for your subscription. Nice timing, man. Good timing. I, I caught it this time. You didn't, you didn't trip me up, but, uh, yeah. So he, anyway, he said he talked to John Gilliam. He met him years ago and basically John Gilliam was like, yeah, my whole life is talking to saints fans about running back that kickoff. <laughs> Like, well, it must I mean, be like Tom Dempsey making the kick, but uh, did he do anything else noteworthy? No, absolutely well, not. Then sorry, not just be happy you got that one thing. No, I, I think he was happy, but he was just kind of joking that like, oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, final answer, Eagles. Um, I think somebody just confirmed in the chat that. Spoiler oh, you look at the chat. You cheated, Andrew. I don't know. Why no, I like said Jimmy Eagles Graham. when I, you when you first asked the question. I said Eagles. The Come silhouette on. looks like Jimmy Graham. It kind of does. Maybe it is. I, I am. I am curious to see what the silhouette uh, is. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurts from when he prob- probably from when he beat the ever-loving shit out of the Saints uh, multiple times. <laughs> as long no, as he's no, but his first his his first like game as a starter. Right, uh, right. Well, as, long as, he, as long as he's the quarterback of the Eagles, we're never beating him again. So, oh my God, that game yeah, that so was the maddening. Eagles were the first Saints win, believe it or not. Yeah, and, and we've got a, a photo of the ticket from this game from Butrich, by the way. 
was Bud Rich there well, at the game? That. Look at that. that this would have been is before your... his time. This was is in that 1967. From, is that from Google or is that really something that Bud Rich owns? That's great. Uh, I forgot, honestly. Yeah. Tulane Stadium. Love to see it. Tulane Stadium. Badridge in the chat. I believe uh, Butterich, I, I think I saw this on social media. Um, and I think his dad had this. I think yeah, Alan. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he either had it in some box that was filed away or some, someone bought it for him and brought it to him. Forget the story. But yeah, anyway, he just confirmed it in the chat that his dad got that. So Confirmed. Uh, Cool. Well, yeah. Any hotline? Any hotline? We got any messages in the hotline? You know, the hotline I gotta say is a real disappointment. Um, That's on you, Dave. We need to get on that. That's on you, Dave. What, Dave, do you have the phone number? Do you want to tell everyone what number to no, call so they can? No. Well, actually, I, I can. I can pull it up. I think you should mic. call the hotline and badger Dave. Tell him to go to Olave Garden and execute this properly. <laughs> Otherwise, he's not getting Smoke Monday. I think the you should. Hot- heck- I think you should heckle him. The hotline number is 210-595-0818. That is 210-595-0818. I don't have a... I hadn't planned this out, but if I'm if I can think right now, right now of a topic for to get people to call in. I you know I like silly topics. Uh so call in and tell us. Hmm. Give me a minute. Give me one minute. You talk, Andrew, while I think about a good question for people. Okay, you you think about that. But you know, when 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 you guys call, like you're this is your chance to be on the show. We'll we'll play the yeah, funny. We will ones play you. Trust we, me. We, we will, will play, play. We will play the rants we always do. And so you can you can call and just make it a ten second thing where you insult us. Uh, you can go on a thirty minute rant, and we'll probably clip it and you know, <laughs> not play that whole part, but. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool. We love it and you should do it. So, uh, anyway, call, Dave, call and tell us, call topic? and tell us since we're, we're in the off season here and you know what, at the start we were talking about wide receivers, call and tell us who you think is going to be the top, the saints top wide receiver this season. Who's it going to be? Well, we all Could know be... that's Jarvis Landry. No, we don't. We know that's little no. Jordan Humphrey. Yeah, and unfortunately, in yeah. LSU news, by the way, I was watching LSU baseball, and uh, there was a sickening ending to the <laughs> season today. Sick in, ha- sick, in, in Hattiesburg. Sick. Yeah, I was really sad Southern to hear North. that. I was really, really upset. I bet, I bet you were all torn up. I'm oh, sure. yeah. I'm a mess over here about that. Go oh, I remember this. I'll remember this when the uh, New York Rangers... Wait, are you Tulane, Islander? If they don't I, win I, nine I games, Islander. they yeah. should run roughshod through that conference. Why is that a soundbite? What the <laughs> fuck? Amazing. Why is <laughs> they won like one or two games early in the you season? You requested that soundbite, man. That's so typical <laughs> of Ralph. Why did you? That, that, that yeah, soundbite is, is quintessential Ralph. Like Tulane goes one and zero. You know they win one freaking game. He's like, if they don't win nine games this year, and they what they win like three. I probably requested it because I needed to take Ralph to school. But like, why did you keep it? Why do you? How many do you, do you have? Do you have a never-ending? Can we have infinity sound bites? How big probably. is this board? Oh my god, this is crazy. Ralph is such a prisoner of the moment. I bet that baguettes and escargot are his new favorite food. 
by the way, if you didn't, if you're listening only, the intro from Ralph was a video that he sent us, and he's standing in front of. Was that the Arc de Triomphe? Correct. Correct me. Okay, right. I don't know. I'm not the one who uh, hosted a party at the Palace of Versailles. Uh, yeah. So Ralph was he? Of course, he filmed it in vertical mode, like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. I told sure you, I, and I told Jeez. you to, to film it in horizontal. You know, it's better this one, way. It's better. one of the first things my kids learned as they always want to be on my phones is that <laughs> even my even my seven year old would know when she takes a video, she instinctively Turns rotates the phone. Yes. Yeah. Jesus, um, there it is. There it is. Look at him. Yeah. Look at this shirt. He is wearing a striped shirt. He bought yeah. that in Paris, didn't he? Look at those nipples, man. He probably thought he was blending in. Yeah, he he is looking a little Sean Payton-y. His head fits perfectly his... under the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> his, like uh, his man boobs are looking a little Sean Payton-y in this video, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, wait. I'm looking in the background on the Arc de Triomphe carved in there. Is that Jameis Winston in a boot? Is that it right there? <laughs> that's the Jameis Winston. And then, wait, no, no, no. I think, and then above that carved, I think that's, um, I think that's the guy that prevents soft tissue injuries by 50%. <laughs> I think that's him. It's perfect that they're together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think that's both of them on the architecture. October, October Risk in the chat uh, mentioned how we used to talk about Peyton Turner and Ralph would Who? call him Peyton Turner when he played against nah. Tulane. When he played oh, the, oh, the, oh, the oh, footage yeah. that we would look of Peyton Turner playing oh against God. Tulane, I don't Ralph described it as Godzilla in Tokyo. I don't want <laughs> probably pretty accurate. We do need that. We do need that sound bite, Thomas. It's if you probably, can find that, probably pretty accurate. Let's yeah. see. Zoom in. Okay, look, Senator, zoom in. look at this woman. What is the woman behind him do? It looks like that woman behind him is squatting on something. Oh my God, what is going on? I don't know what's going Can on. Can we get a zoom in on the nipples? Enhance, enhance. <laughs> enhance. enhance. Senator, Senator Hudat says that his nipples aren't out there enough for a Sean Payton impression. Mm. Um, moves are on point, though. <laughs> this is your finest work, Thomas. <laughs> oh, that's it right there. No, no, that's it right there. Pause it right there. Pause it right there. It looks. <laughs> Jesus oh, for you Christ. audio only people, you are finest. really, really mad. Ralph is going to fight me, guys. This is your freaking Mona Lisa. Ralph, Ralph is trying to block it with his Stop bad right hand. There. Stop it right there. He's trying to block it with his bad hand. <laughs> Jesus. We need. We, I wish I had like one of those John Madden like telestrator things where I can circle shit and draw lines. Like John Madden. What you got here? You got that. Uh, if I we put that on a shirt, how many can I sell? Uh, all right. It's question time. <laughs> Let's move on. You got some questions for us, Thomas? Oh, I sure do. That, yeah, that's, that's the clip of the year, by the way. Oh, Make God. sure you clip that, people. Wow. Wow. Oh, finger gun. Oh, right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Almost forgot that. All right, what do we got? Waiting next for question. the cue, Andrew. Next question. Oh, next question. <laughs> Andrew forgot he's not. He's the host tonight. <laughs> Wait, what? Andrew's doing a great job, by the way. Okay, first question, first question from Saints Rabbit. We got extra questions for tonight. Uh, who would you all be most excited about blowing up in year one with the Saints? 
any new player. Which player would I oh, be most excited about blowing in one year on the Saints? Uh, <laughs> it was Monday, obviously. I've heard, uh, you know, according to Mike Westhoff, I've heard great things about Taysom Hill. <laughs> uh, so the question times, is, right? which player would I want to blow up this season? Which player would you be most excited about blowing in one year? Blowing up. In year one with the Saints. I mean, it's got to be Olave Garden. Because because yep. I feel like if Chris Olave let, let's say he blows up let's say he's you know he let's has a you, Jordan let's, let's say, say he has you, a, let's say you blow Chris Olave's breadstick got it right well I, I was just thinking if he has like a Ch- uh, Jamar Chase or a, I almost called him Jordan Jefferson or Justin Jefferson type of year you know where he just fifteen hundred yards you know and and it's clear the Saints have got one of the best receivers in the league. That that by extension means Jameis is going to be good. You know he's he's going to have an explosive playmaker, and then there's less pressure on Michael Thomas to get back to where he was or Jarvis Landry to be amazing. Like they can just be good. You know what I mean? So I, I would love to see Olave personally. Olave, Olave. Are you good with that answer, Dave? Or you yeah, want to sure. That in? sounds good. Let's lock that in. Yeah. What next? There you go. There Locked you go. in. Lock that answer in. Okay, next question. It's a pretty long one. How about a good one? From LD. With Ralph wreaking havoc in Paris. By the way, we should just clarify Ralph wreaking havoc in Paris means showing all the Parisians his nipples uh, <laughs> and frightening them back into their homes. Yeah, okay, exactly. Go ahead. Moving on with the question. Okay, uh, so with Ralph wrecking havoc in Paris, who would be the first person he calls to bail him out of a French jail? A. Juge, B. Kevin, C. Dave, D. Tomas, and follow-up question, who would hang up on his collect call? Well, I speak French fluently, so obviously (laughs) the answer is me. I would be the only one who would be able to talk... There you go. So, you know, he would, he would need my ability to talk the talk in that language. But Thomas being in Poland is probably the closest in proximity. So, so he has to pay less and collect call charges. Um, Most likely remember, to hang up is definitely Dave. Remember that, kids? Remember collect <laughs> call charges? Uh, I'm glad we asked this question. I actually answered this question in the chat, and I don't I even know some... what that is. Yeah, and I collect, yeah, collect calling. I know we don't even know how old you are, so I have no idea what references you get and what 15. references you don't get. By, yeah. by the way, I was ta- I was trying to get Thomas to reveal his face for the first time on the show. I was like, "Look, we only have two. You want to be the third guy? We Could need more patience for that, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, can we do right. that? Can we use you? Can we use count. you? Uh, to, uh, as motivation to get more patrons, can we do like a face reveal, a Thomas face reveal, if we get a certain amount of people? To Only sign Ralph up? can use me, man, and his man boobs. All right. Well, he's busy blowing a first year Saints player, so. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas Crawl. Um, <laughs> anyway, the show's great. I don't think we need Ralph anymore. Yeah, Fuck him. We don't need uh, him. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Can we? Can, can we? Can, can we like just change the passwords and just just lock them out of everything? I know all the passwords, no problem. I bet you do. I bet we can easily make this happen. I bet we can easily make this happen. 
anyway, back to the original question about who we would call. I answered this question already, and I went off script. My answer was E, and that was Stephen Juge. That's Andrew's father. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a better answer. <laughs> that is the answer. That is yeah. not a better answer. It's the correct answer. You, All you other answers it. are wrong. And uh, and I tagged him on Discord because he's in our Discord. And he was like, oh, I think he said, oh, I know the president or something. And I'll just get you out. It's fine. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, see, I told you. I told you he's the guy to call. If Ralph gets arrested in France, what's the reason? Uh, what, what did indecent exposure in of his nipples? We just saw the reason, man. What do you mean? <laughs> we just saw the yeah. reason. They have nude beaches there. They, would, say, they, would, they, they probably encouraged him to do that. Andrew, how do you say indecent exposure in French? Indecent <laughs> uh, would be indecent uh, exposure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you don't have a, the French don't have a term for that because y'all just walk around naked. Right, right. There's, there's, no, beaches, there's no such yeah. thing as indecent exposure. They don't even it's have to give their armpits. It's women, just exposure even... in yeah, French. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All exposure is assumed decent. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> you're innocent until proven guilty, and you're never proven guilty. Thomas, what next? Okay, oh next God. question. Next question from Preston. Did we, the, did we win the Louisiana Sports Writers Undecided. Not, unde- not, not figured out yet. <sighs> But but uh, Thomas, do you know where we rank? Do you know where we rank in Malta, Thomas? <laughs> Good question. Probably not high enough. Yeah, yeah, and lower right. than in Poland. Uh, all right, where would you rank the Saints O line among all teams? That's from Preston. Uh, you can, Andrew. Andrew, you're on this. What do I know? I don't know. I barely um, know the Saints O line, and then you expect me to know 31 other teams' offensive lines? That's ridiculous. I think the biggest question is who's starting at left tackle? Is it Penning or Hurst? And it, I'm assuming the answer is going to be Penning, and, and I really don't know what to expect then. It's like, how good is he going to be? And so then that opens up Hurst, I think, to compete with Ruiz at right guard. And we want Ruiz to win that battle, you know, because that means Ruiz is improving and he's getting better uh, to a point where I, I think – that that's the ideal scenario is that Penning and Ruiz are good enough and consistent enough. And then I think it could potentially be really good. I think there's also the potential if Ruiz continues to suck and Penning's not there yet, where Hurst is your left tackle and Ruiz is your right guard. And I, I think it has the potential to be pretty brutal. So the offensive line for the saints is interesting in that. I think it's ceiling is top 10. I, I won't say top five because I don't think it's that good. Even though I think, McCoy and, and Ramchek are obviously studs. Uh, Pete, injury history, question marks about him. So I, I do think their ceiling is top 10, but I, I also think they can be a bottom 10 offensive line. I, I don't know that they'll be that bad, but, but mediocre. You know, so let, let's say like between 20 and 25th in the league. Um, so... I, I think there's a really wide range that they could fall in. There's a lot of unknowns this year. What he said. All right, Thomas, what next? Okay, next question uh, from Blake Ziken. And he asks... Oh, man, this is an interesting question. Doozy. With the Johnny Depp slash Amber Heard trial over, uh, which one of the show hosts is the most likely to 
to shit the bed. <laughs> this is where we need Kevin. This is a softball. I mean, we're talking. I lose. I loosely followed the trial, uh, and I don't did, know what did the whole. You get, did you get spammed on social media with clips of it constantly? I'm I, on. I'm on Reddit a lot. I'm on Reddit all the time, and so it was a lot of it was on Reddit, you know, on a regular basis. So I mean, I kind of loosely followed it. Uh, I know there was. I know there was something about shit on the bed, but I don't know what the story behind it was. I don't know whose it was. I don't know. She if got mad at him and threw and shit on the bed like a monkey. Yeah, like took a dump where he sleeps. Yeah. All right. Well, that's geez. that sounds familiar to Dave. Yeah, it's <laughs> like of course I mean, he did that. Hat. He's like that sounds like a hail mary in a football game happens all the time. Um. Yeah, I don't know how to answer this question. Big Big Papa West says Amber Amber Heard's lawyer loosely followed the trial. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like everybody else would say me because it's like a running joke that I go to the even though I don't go to the bathroom, then I, but then I go to the bathroom. Uh, but so I guess do I? I'm volunteering myself as tribute. <laughs> you know what's weird about this trial is I feel like. Everyone was behind Johnny. And I don't know. Like they both kind of seem like fuck ups to me. No, I, like, I think I think the I think the final takeaway from this whole thing by most uh normal people is like they both they both lost. Like this right. was a losing situation for both of them. Yeah. Like nobody wins in this situation. I I mean, you know, maybe it's maybe it's you know kind of a, a, an illustrator that you know women can also abuse men physically mentally or whatever it's not just a male female thing uh but i mean but they both they both look like losers well, yeah but big papa west makes a good point in the chat he says only one of those fuck-ups was captain jack sparrow yeah. just saying <laughs> Yeah, Johnny won ten million. I don't know the numbers, but I mean, yeah, he won. I mean, technically, he by the letter of the law, he quote unquote won. Yes, he won't be seeing that money. She'll be filing for bankruptcy. He'll never see it. Any golf fans? Phil Nicholson is joining this. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Do you pronounce it live or live or is just L I V? This new golf tour uh, that plays like in five continents. They play like one or two tournaments in Saudi Arabia and. I think some of it's backed by uh, Middle East money. Yeah, Middle East money. Oil. And uh, Phil Mickelson just announced he's going over there. I bet Tiger, Tiger Woods turned down high nine figures. You know... Uh, high nine figures. That's John, almost a billion dollars. You know John Isner, who uh, was yeah. on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tennis player. Yeah. He, he told me once that uh, they there was some Arab sheikh out in i think it was saudi arabia maybe it was Qatar, but there was some arab sheikh that basically just decided i want to host my own tennis tournament and isner said that he basically paid everyone like a million bucks and it was like a tournament of like 12 players and it was like <laughs> federer you know he got like like 12 guys and like they were all in the top 25 right <laughs> he so he he got like a murderer's row of like the top tennis players right and it was like for for those guys to play in front of him and his buddies. He was like thirty people were in the crowd, and I was like, "So was that awful? Did you hate it?" And he was like, "No, it's freaking amazing! Like I made a million <laughs> bucks, and like you know we like played tennis in front of these dudes, and like 
yeah, they just had a good time. Not- and then we went, we went home and like, they fed us like Kings, you know, and all that. And so, um, yeah. Wow. Uh, they, they, sh- they shell out money, man. Shout what, out uh, to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how, how we Ho- hopefully the- that, hopefully that story, uh, ups our ranking in Saudi Arabia. Uh, oh, are we trying? Yeah, are we trying to gain listeners. Are there a lot of Saints fans in Saudi Arabia? Look, Malta, Poland, Saudi Arabia, Korea, Mina Kime. The Mina Kime show is still getting us hits. In Welcome Korea, to so Uganda. I am not. I'm not above any of it. At this point, I'm concerned that that's just people that are pleasuring themselves to the sound of her voice or something like that. You know, there's no way. It's just like freaks. It's just like yeah. it's just one gonna... guy in his basement to, uh, who's a Saints fan uh, and also like a Mina Kimes fan and also is just a weirdo and he's just like, I was you know, trying to like workshop I was trying to workshop like a Deshaun Watson joke in there and I was like yeah, no you, yeah you should probably just yeah not idea. yeah just idea. don't do that yeah just oh, so keep your next? mouth shut <laughs> okay next question from uh, Dan Checo a serious one this time and he asks. If you can have one, but not the other, at this point, sign Su or Quan. Quan, I'll take Quan. I like go Quan. I would, I would, I would go Su. Mm. How old is he? Thirty-five. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Kind of old. I, I, I'm saying this is like the biggest LSU homer ever. Dave hates uh. defensive tackles, man. No, I don't hate defensive tackles. I loved, remember, I loved Nick Fairley. Yeah, I, I know. Nick Fairley. He didn't love me back. Didn't That's listen what to I me. Said. <laughs> or no, actually, the Saints didn't listen to me. Nick I Fairley. I thought you did. hated Nick Fairley. No, I hated the Saints for signing him to a new contract. Is, isn't that kind of the same thing? Dave still has PTSD no, after no, Nick Fairley. No, Nick Fairley got paid. Good for him. The Saints don't need more money. They're all right. No, so uh, I, I think the answer to this is Sue because I don't know. I, Sue starts next to Onyemata. He immediately becomes a starter in one of their best defensive tackles. Quan's and, not a quote-unquote starter. I know they like to wrote, you know, they do 4-3. Maybe they don't always have three linebackers, but, like, Quan's not, he's not out I, there I, I just think Pete, Pete, Pete Werner's probably assuming really? that role. I really? Pete yeah. Werner? Yep. Pete Werner's pretty good, counting, man. They, they, they uh, love him, and they're counting on him this year. I think that's nice. his job now. Not right, uh, I think Dave is just really anti-Sue because it, could mean that Malcolm Roach doesn't make the team. I think that's really what's going on. Yeah, give Roach a chance. All we are saying Stop give it. Roach a chance. Get some help. Did you find it disturbing that when CD Deuce went around, this was like earlier in the season last year, when he was going around the locker room asking everyone who's the last guy you would want your daughter to date? Yes. And like half the roster said Roach. Mm, yeah. More than half the roster. Yeah. No, that was that was a little it was a little concerning. There's uh there's some fatherhood moments that's not they're gonna need that's... to happen between you and him, Dave. <laughs> uh yeah, no, that's not uh, that's not what you want to hear. That's not what you want to hear from a bunch of people. Uh yeah, no. I was I was can't say I was happy about that. Thomas, what's next? Okay, last question of the show from Saints Rabbits. He asks Limpkate. With Limpgate now in full swing, what is uh, the next gate to hit the Saints? Wrong answers only. I wish I had seen this earlier, then I could have. What's like the Camaro? Like, what do we call that? Like punch gate, Vegas gate. What's the Camaro situation? Wrong answers only. Yeah, wrong wrong answers only. 
Yeah. Third gate. Grip grip strength great gate. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Nipple gate. We got nipple gate <laughs> going on right nipple now. Gate. <laughs> yeah, we got nipple gate happening as we nipple speak. Nipple gate is already in full swing, man. Nipple gate is yes in full effect. I feel like there could be a medical gate with Kevin's no. love life. Technically, that doesn't count though. It doesn't. It's not the Saints. Hmm. Uh yeah. I don't know. I don't like what. What is my my legitimate answer to this question is is like what does Dennis Allen like to do? What is he? What are his hobbies? What are his interests? Like what could he? Osman sixty four says Handy Gate. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Handy. <laughs> what were we talking about? Who was Handy? Oh, who had a Handy girlfriend? That, 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 that was that was Kevin. He said one of his oh, prospects. That's right. That's right. It was handy. <laughs> it's Handy. That's right. That's right. It's Handy Gate. We got a Handy yeah. Gate. Uh, but no, like what's what are what could potentially be Dennis Allen's uh you know weak spots what are his uh vices you know we don't know much about them he's kind of under the radar yes, yeah we we've got a, i mean that's is the thing about gambler, Tom is, is we had, masturbator, we we, <laughs> we sex addicts we had 16 years with sean payton of data press conferences person inside he had his oral erotic asphyxiation we don't know what dennis allen nipples. is into. We had his freaking son on the spot. Dennis Allen could like nipple play. We have nothing with Dennis Allen. Nothing. Dennis Allen did give uh, Sean Payton. He's got a vice. Every man has a vice. He gave gave... Sean. Remember that? He gave Payton the nipple twist after a big play. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) That did happen. I mean, I can't blame them. They're just so enticing. Like as soon as you see them, like they they just they're just begging to be twisted. You can't, you can't blame him. I Big mean, Papa West likes Puntergate. Daniel Whelan, anyone? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whose name would just go well with Gate? Like, is there like a swinging on the team where they could be like swinging Gate? Uh, is there a rod? We have a rod iron. We have a Joe rod iron on the team. Lamp Gate. You got Forest Lamp. <laughs> yeah, okay. Gate. Lamp All right, gate. I guess. All right. All right. I don't know. You, you guys got smoking gate. There you go. Smoke gate. Oh, yeah. Monday gate. We got a Monday gate. Um, I don't know. Tell us in the chat if you can think of anything um, else. If there is going to be a gate, though, it's probably going to have to do a really deuce. It's going to have to do a CD deuce. Yeah. Juice gate. Book, <laughs> book, book gate. <laughs> Booking gate. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Next is that question. it? Is that, is that all the questions? Yeah, that's the last yeah, question. Pa- Passing your gate really doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh, no, it does not. Passignon. It's Passignon. Uh, Roach gate. Now that one's pretty good. It's Passignon. Rock Morton gate. <laughs> uh, the Throckmorton Pass- sign gate. Passignon. Uh, uh, do we have a clip of the week, Thomas? No. The week. No, nope. basically no clips from last because I wasn't on the last episode. That's why I missed last Monday's episode. I didn't give you, I didn't give the fans anything good enough to clip. It was probably a boring podcast. Although you know what, I missed. I was upset because Kevin texted all the three of us the story of his neighbor, and I didn't know he was going to talk about it on the podcast. I didn't. I wasn't going to yeah. push him. And I didn't hear what he said on the podcast. Not only did he bring it up, which I was like hoping he wouldn't. 
So oh, he I was told hoping he would, story. but I didn't want to. I didn't want to say, "Hey, you should talk about your dead this traumatic experience <laughs> yeah. of you and discovering it, your dead neighbor across the street." I didn't want to say that, but I also I was in my head. I was thinking, but it would be good podcast material, so maybe we should think about talking about it. He, he would though. He went yeah. with that story too. I, I was like texting. I, Ralph, I need to go listen like, to it. Please make. Please make him stop. For all our new listeners, go back and listen to the last episode of our show. I guess because, I wasn't the only one, Andrew. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because, Kevin, <laughs> because Kevin's going to talk about how he found a dead guy. It's like it Stand By Me 2, Electric Boogaloo. I do, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what uh, happened? So he was just all about it? He was like really into it. Uh, he, well, you know Kevin. He just like, he starts on a story and he just kind of has to give like, right. late way entry, too much. Troutgate. Adam's from Mike details. Troutgate. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's my favorite one. All right, anyway, back to Kevin killing his neighbor. What? Uh, well, I don't know. He, oh, was, he, he just story. wanted a descriptive detail about being on the nine one one call and then like giving chest compressions. And... This is this is like therapy for you know between his love it life is. and it and is. him discovering dead people. Like he needs this podcast uh, as an outlet is, to talk about. What his I'm realizing is, unlike us who have friends that we talk to about our <laughs> he problems, doesn't have any, I, Kevin really does not. And so he and comes I, on the show and he spills his personal stuff because, like you said, it's therapy for him. I think. I think honestly, let's keep going. Let's talk about this. Let's keep going with this because I think this is. I think we're. I think we're dead on here. Should, I think should we, we psychoanalyze Kevin? Well, no. But what I want to say is, I think you're dead right. I don't think Kevin has. I wonder. I don't care if he's listening to this. I hope he does listen to this. <laughs> I, I'm concerned for Kevin. And you know what? I'll say this. I know Kevin better than you and Ralph do. Well, I don't know about Ralph because they, maybe they work together. But, like, I mean, I have I have interacted and hung out with Kevin in person many, he's, many times. He's been in that he closet. And visit. He's been in this very closet that I am sitting in right now. Together. He held your hand. But, um, but no, I, I, I don't know. I worry that Kevin doesn't really have that many friends in St. Louis, and not that he needs to be in New Orleans, and not, not, not that he needs to be near his family. I don't know. If, I, I don't know. No. If that's the healthiest thing. Yeah, I don't think Kevin needs to be near his ha- family. But uh, I don't know. I just wonder if Kevin would consider moving somewhere else in the country uh, and making a go of it or whatever. I mean, because he moved to St. Louis because with his wife, with his now ex-wife. And he stayed because he kind of had roots, I guess. And he's got a job, a decent job. But I don't know. So I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I worry for Kevin. I worry. I worry for Kevin. I wonder if he maybe should. he likes the city, man. He, I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't like this, and he very well may. But I don't know. He's got women, crazy women, breaking into his apartment. Tariq wants to know: maybe is closet, it. is it closet buddies happening or what, Dave? Oh, I don't know. I still, I gotta get the something. Ever since Kevin was here, like whatever the heating cooling system is in this closet has broken. It's broken, and like look at me right now. I'm sweating. I've seen changed you forever. Like my cheek, you can you can see my cheeks are like glistening. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but it's like not on the same thing as my central air. There's a separate thermostat here, but when you move it, nothing happens. I've checked the fuse box. Everything seems to be fine. I don't know what's going on, but it is hot in here. Uh, Kevin would need to move back to the New Orleans area for for, for buddies buddies to happen. happen. Well, S- Senator Hudat says that his cousin worked with Kevin in St. Louis. I don't know if I believe this, but uh, and he really? he said that Kevin was oh, actually wow. a, a good employee. Interesting. I, I believe that. I think Kevin in his professional life is very responsible and dependable mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, so. he's missing this podcast to go cover for somebody, right? Maybe. But uh, 
you know, if they ever found out about his wrestling or this podcast. Yeah, no, he's fine. I don't know how long that yet. Wrestling. He calls, himself, he calls himself Sean Orleans when he's wrestling for a reason. Yeah, it doesn't look so great on the LinkedIn page. No, it does not. But guys, this was the greatest show. No, no Ralph to mispronounce things and ruin things and mediocre hosts. Um, just kidding. We, we missed you, Ralph. No, we didn't. Come back from France. No, this is You funny. know, I don't want to do the hosting thing again. I, I'm not good at this. I'll do it. You know? Fine, I'll host. Yeah. Go. Just you and hey, me. If you do it next time. All right. All right. Now, thank you for joining the Andrew and Dave show. And Does your dad know anybody in like the embassy or whatever who can get like Ralph's passport revoked before he returns home? So he's just 100%. stuck in France. Hundred percent. Let's make let's make that. Happen. I told you the ZZ Top story where my mom threw ZZ <laughs> Top out of the commissary. Let's make sure Ralph can never return to the United States. Yes. Uh, but for Dave, for Ralph, who's in France, for Tom, like half our show is in Europe now. We got Thomas in Poland. We got Ralph in France. Uh, for Kevin, who Same is covering though. for someone at work and completely let us down because he's dependable and professionally, but not dependable podcasting-wise. Uh, I'm Andrew. And uh, remember, kids, you going to say it, Dave? Dave went to... Don't shoot your dick off. There you go. Uh, and uh, for now, for now, the bar is closed.